Welcome into this archived episode of the original SA Talk podcast. It's your favorite local podcast host and retirement advisor, Zach Espericueta. With the changes to the original podcast and rebrand in May of 2021, the current events and interview follow-up segments were taken out of these archived episodes for easier accessibility to the interview itself. Most new listeners just want to hear the interview anyway. Keep that in mind if you hear any references made to other segments or when you hear some of the old podcast music. I really hope you enjoy this interview. Be sure to give the podcast a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and a follow on social media at SAPod Network. Enjoy the episode. So welcome back listeners. Today we are joined by Juanita Sepulveda. Juanita is a U.S. Marine Corps veteran, serial entrepreneur, and is a part of the Small Business Advocacy Committee. She even has her own podcast titled The Tree Shaker Podcast. In addition to that, she serves on the board of SAM Ministries, the Center for Healthcare Services, and the Texas A&M San Antonio Foundation Board. Now, even though it seems like she doesn't have much of it, she dedicates the free time she does have to her family and organizations such as Social Venture Partners of San Antonio and the City of SA Commission on Veterans Affairs. So Juanita, it seems like you've done it all and frankly, still do it all. So it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Well, it's certainly a pleasure being here. And thank you, Zachary, as well as Amanda for the invitation. I look forward to one, interact with you. And I'm hoping this is a two-way learning opportunity. Yeah, so it certainly can be. And again, thank you so much for being on here. And just kind of give us a brief backstory on how you got to where you are now with all these different ventures that you're in. You know, if you had told me that I was going to be a serial entrepreneur, first of all, I had no idea what a serial entrepreneur was. I thought it was something very negative and I didn't want to be it. It's got this, you know, tone of something negative, but everybody says that's what I am. So I might as well see really what it is. Bottom line is I had no intention of being a business owner. I was going to be an educator. I'm coming from seven generations that finally graduated from high school. And I was always told that I had to go to school. I had to go to school. I was one of those migrant children. And so my mother drilled it into my head that I had to be educated. I graduated from Navarro College at Corsicana, Texas, and went straight into Texas A&M University and College Station. At this time, I'm a pre-med student, but I can't afford medical school. Nobody tells you how to afford that, right? Someone said, well, join the military, but don't join the Marine Corps. And so my question goes, well, why not? He says, you'll never make it. Well, anyone who is truly a agent of change, that's the wrong thing to tell a person that you can't do it because that's exactly the only place I went to. I didn't even look at the rest of the branches. Lord and behold, later I joined the Marine Corps Family was not happy because I didn't go to medical school, but I discovered that the Marine Corps was like a Hispanic family. They teach you values. They make, make you appreciate the person to your right and the person to your left. And they always, always focus that failure is just not an option. And so I'm thinking in my infinite wisdom that as soon as I get out, I'm going to be an educator. Lord had a joke on me. That wasn't it. That was not the plan. My first business coming out of the Marine Corps was opening a childcare. And I thought, okay, well, that's it. After that, I'm going to go work. And I worked for Toyota here locally. That was a great opportunity. It made you really appreciate, you know, going in, having a job. And I was actually promoted a couple of times while I was there. I have several children. And after the last one, I gave my, you know, my resignation later and came home and I started another childcare. But I knew that without education, I wasn't going to be able to really further myself, even though everybody thinks I went ahead and got, you know, did well after the military and all this. 
I took advantage of my military benefits and went back to school, not realizing that I had just set my own foundation to move into becoming an entrepreneur. So you, you sit on the Small Business Advocacy Committee and you know small businesses have taken a hit in 2020. They're still taking a hit in 2021. So what is it that that, that committee does and what do you do? What is your role with that committee? The Small Business Advocacy Committee takes a look at all small businesses. And here's the part that people forget. There's even micro businesses. There are several levels of, of businesses, right? You've got the micro businesses, you've got the small businesses, and then you have to take a look at the definition of what a business is. And if you'll take a look at city and federal, they have certain definitions of where a business is categorized, either by number of employees or even by by the revenue. So first, let's let's make that perfectly clear. What do I do? I'm currently the chair. What we do is we take a look at things that are going to affect the small businesses. One of the things that we did when I first came in is we took a look at what do small businesses look like out in the community. We want to make sure that there's equity, there's distribution, there's understanding, there's education, there's support. That advice committee goes back to each council man and woman, what gets presented to us, and then it gets distributed to the community. We have open uh, meetings that if you have a question, you can actually attend the meetings where we do presentations, you know, about what the community is addressing, what we want to make sure the community is aware of. And then at any time, our community can email us, call us go in and listen to the meetings. All of these meetings are public and we want to make sure that we educate the community, the business owners, and really just sometimes the everyday person that may not even know what's going on in their city. So that committee is basically to educate not just ourselves, right, as as a business owner, but to go back and have conversations with our councilmen and women. What kind of action is taken, if any, maybe, maybe through meetings or physical action, to maybe improve or help the small business or the micro businesses? That's a good question. Some of the things we do is we have um, the Protégé Mentorship Program. For a while, the Maestro Center was doing presentations on podcasts and webinars. We do community outreach. Um, The EDD office, you know, distributes and does presentations. They interact with the community lift fund. You're talking about the Maestro Center. We're talking about the Women's Business Center. We talk about... The, the Small Business you know, Association, they reach out to contractors. We just created, um, and I'm very proud of this because the DAP, which is another subcommittee, created a, a catalog with all the RFPs that are coming out and it's online and it, it was also printed. You know, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, go to the city website because the information's there. Minutes are there. Resources are there. The mentorship program other training that are absolutely free. That's what it does. That's what you can, that's what they're doing, the city's doing, and that committee's doing for the community. And Juanita, you obviously care a ton about this community. In your list of things that you do, you do a ton of volunteer work. So do you want to touch a little bit on the different volunteer opportunities that you take around San Antonio? In 2011, December 26, 2011, I received a call the day after Christmas that my house was going to be foreclosed on. And the reason Sam's ministry is so important to me, and I now sit on that board and very 
humbly serve on that board is because it was an organization that helped me and my children. Sam's ministry has a lot to it. It's got the rapid rehousing and prevention. It's got permanent housing and it has programs and supports. The other thing too that it has is that it has an endless number of case managers that when everybody else is punching out at four and five o'clock, they don't step back. But what Sam's ministry does is that it teaches you about technology, resume writing, budgeting, going on to education. And there was this one gentleman, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can disclose his name, but he had donated to Sam's ministry for education. He donated $1 million into an endowment for the children of Sam's ministry to obtain a scholarship and continue. My children were recipients of that. Sam's ministry puts you at a whole new, you know, state of mind. They teach you about budgeting. They teach you about, you know, safety. They teach you about communications. They do events to remind you of how to stay unified. Not everyone gets it right the first time. So you have to go back in sometimes through a different program, but you are never looked at as a failure. The word failure is just not addressed. There are so many supporting tools at Sam's ministry. When you leave, it feels like you're leaving home. You're leaving part of your family. The quote that you provided is promoting positive community and financial growth in our neighborhoods through education, community outreach, and development. Based on what we've talked about and based on the the list, the long list of things that you do, (laughs) you live that on what seems like a daily basis. Why do you think that it's important that more people should implement it more maybe in their own lives? I can't shed myself of my community. I am of my community. I've been in District 4 since I returned out of the Marine Corps in 2006. You know, I could have picked Northside. I could have picked other areas. I had a colleague that came and visited me. And so when she arrived, she looked at me and she looked outside and she looked at me again. She says, Juanita, one of these things don't look like the other. And I chuckled. I thought it was funny because I knew exactly what she meant. And I said, well, what do you mean? She was Juanita, you're educated, you're a business owner, and you live here. Why don't you move to the north side where you look like your neighbors? And I didn't take offense because I understood what she was saying. I had improved myself and I'd become better. But here's the thing. I'm a resource for my community. If I take resources out of my community, I'm not doing better. And I need to do better, not just for myself, but for those around me. And we talk about service, you know, servant heart and service to the community. If I was to have removed myself from my community, you know, not that I'm saying I'm all that in a bag of chips because I'm not, but who would model to the children in my neighborhood that you don't run from where you grew up, you develop, you explore, you go out and you bring back resources because someone has to be a foundation for someone else to build upon such a good perspective to have on, you know, life and in your community. And you were talking about resources and one resource, you know, that you have and that Zach and I are obviously trying to use as well for our community is podcasting. And so do you want to talk a little bit about your podcast and what it's about and what it's doing? Women are extremely empowering. And I know someone's going to write about someone wrong about this, but I'm going to say it anyway, because this is who I am. 
we all have our roles. And for some reason or another, we've all lost our roles. My children need to be able to see a soft mother, a loving mother, and an educator. Now, some of us have to adapt to different becoming head of household. I never expected to be the head of my house, you know, and not that I'm submitting to the idea that a woman's less than a, than a man, but my children needed their father. They needed their father. They needed that, that image. They needed those conversations. You know, all these roles are important, but leverage women deserve is the focus of Tree Shaker podcast. We've actually interviewed a few people about how they got where they got there. And we make, we make light of the fact that everybody's journey is different. There's a podcast on there called Mirror Mirror. And the reason I wrote, I, I did that one is I have a door that I wrote, I am. And on that door, I have a mirror and I put sweet, trustworthy, focused, a leader, beautiful, intelligent, hopeful, assertive, you know, strong, wise, brave, courageous. You know, I was telling them on there that I look in the mirror and I said, good morning, gorgeous. Right. And I laugh at myself and then I pat myself and think I'm my own best cheerleader. And so Tree Shaker Podcast is about leverage that women deserve. You've mentioned the community many times and what we've learned on this podcast and just by living in San Antonio is that the community is so different here in San Antonio um, on different sides of San Antonio and what San Antonio, Mm -hmm. what makes San Antonio unique, at least in our opinion, is the amount of culture we have in this city compared to a lot of larger cities. And that's not to say there's no culture in other large cities. There definitely is. Uh, But, you know, we get compared with Austin all the time. When you talk to people who actually spend a lot of time in Austin, the one thing they'll tell you and and things that we've realized more recently is as cool as Austin can be sometimes, it doesn't have as much culture as San Antonio, but that's what makes San Antonio what it is. And so speaking to you, you've done so much, whether it be volunteer and starting your own business, you've been in the military. In your opinion, living here in San Antonio, what makes San Antonio unique to you and why do you enjoy San Antonio? You know, that's a great question. So let me let me touch on something. Did you know that there's 19 different languages here in San Antonio? Okay, and I thought that was unique. I love fun facts about San Antonio. Um, just recently, take a look at our at our missions. They were what inducted into the I think the UNESCO. I think uh, yes, it, the World Heritage. Locations. World Heritage, right? Which is that in itself, it's neat. So I've gone from East Coast to West Coast. I've been able to live in different states and it's been quite a pleasure being able to do that. So what makes it unique for me? You know, it never lets me forget who I really am. You've got dancing, you've got fiesta, you've got the river, you've got a taste of New York here in San Antonio. And I'm gonna tell you, there are some great restaurants, but they're also on the South side. They remind me of where I came from, Mexico, some authentic homemade tortillas. The history, I've learned about Italian history here. I've learned about Czechoslovakian history here. I've taught, I've learned about the military and the constant changing. And I'm going to tell you, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I, I missed that part of my life. But you can't miss it living in Military City USA because what makes it unique, I never get tired, even though I've been here since 2006. Every year, it reminds me of my past, but I always get introduced to something new. 
And, you know, now we're going to get to my favorite question on the podcast. And you have already just provided so much knowledge and insight. But I really want to ask, what legacy would you, are you trying to leave on your community? I guess one of the biggest thing is I want, when people think of me, they think of me as with humility. My biggest fear was losing the ability of humility. I am no better than anyone else and I am no less than anyone else. I want to be able to not only be independent, but I guess to aid others to learn how to discover their own independence, helping people see how I see them as successful and to teach them to set their own definition of success, not what society tells you. That's the legacy I want to be able to leave. Juanita, you know, usually after we're done talking to one of our guests, I ask, you know, what piece of advice would you give to, you know, this group of people or, you know, people in your industry? But to be honest with you, you've provided so much great advice throughout this podcast, throughout this interview. Before, when Amanda and I were talking about, you know, going into this interview, we're talking about, okay, you know, can we talk about the SBAC, the Small Business Advocacy Committee? We can talk about your volunteer opportunities. There's so many angles that we could have taken with this interview. But, you know, in reality, what I didn't see coming is that you would really provide our listeners just a look at life through through a different lens and just appreciating the community, appreciating small businesses, all the, the insight that you provided. So I, I want to say we appreciate that. We appreciate you speaking to us. We appreciate you, you know, talking to our listeners. So thank you. Having an organic conversation, I think it's invaluable. But I do want to offer one thing that I, I want people to remember this. You know, when I first started on this journey for myself, I had read about the importance of reading a book Here's my gold nugget to everyone. Read. And if you found a book that you found some gold nuggets, read it again and share it. Because the moment you share that book, you're able to have a conversation with someone else. And then that person is going to instigate a thought that you probably didn't recognize it the first time. And so my gold nuggets is read, invest in yourself and be fully invested in yourself so that you can achieve your level of success not what society says your level of success should be. We just want to give you a moment on here to plug yourself. You know, where can people find your podcast? If you're on social media, where can people learn more about you and, and, and everything you're involved in? I'm going to tell you one thing for sure is when we talk, um, this is based on business, right? You want to make sure your small business community is aware. Go to the economic development department with the city. Take a look at their resources. Yeah, you'll see us on there as a committee, but that's the least important part of that link. You want to go to the EDD office. They even have a Facebook page that you can you know, follow where they do presentations about small businesses. You want to get to know me? I have JFS International. I'm also uh, a full partner with Manual Investment, LLC. Tree Shaker Podcast, you just pop up Tree Shaker Podcast. I want to do a plug-in for the Pink Berets. That's a women-centric organization that focuses on women ve- uh, veterans with PTSD and MST. That's pretty much it. Well, thank you so much, Juanita, for, for joining us on the podcast and just, again, sharing with us your insight and your outlook on life in the community. Thank you so much for joining us, and we appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. 
And may you always be successful. And those who listen, listen for the gold nuggets because you may not appreciate them at the moment, but they will surface when you most need them. And SA Talk, great job. Thanks for looking out for the community and uh, being part of us. Yes. Thank you, Juanita. Listeners, we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back in our third and last segment, Amanda and I will discuss today's guests. So stay tuned. From coast to coast, from the Great Lakes to the Gulf, at Spectrum Reach, we make local businesses big and big brands look local with the best content, insights, products, and people. Be on every screen with that one idea you need to turn a consumer into your customer. We're the most trusted media partner in America. And we're also your neighbors. Welcome to Spectrum Reach. Let us show you around the neighborhood. Grow your business. Go to SpectrumReach.com to get started. Thank you for listening to this archived episode of the original SA Talk podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. If you enjoyed this episode and are looking for more content, you'll want to hit that subscribe or follow button depending on which podcast platform you are using. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I do also ask that you please give us a rate and review. That really helps the podcast grow. Lastly, if you want to keep up with the podcast, check us out on social media at SAPod Network. Take care and viva San Antonio.